Welcome to Weekly Homilies with Father Mark Sislenko, pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut, part of the Catholic Archdiocese of Hartford. I'm Carol Vassar, Parish Director of Communications. This is Season 3, Episode 18, for the fourth Sunday of Easter, May 3, 2020. Our Gospel reading is from John chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. Jesus said, Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate but climbs over elsewhere is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice, as the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him, because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him, because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate." Whoever enters through me will be saved, and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. In a conversation I had the other day with a parishioner, we were discussing the particular circumstances in which we find ourselves today. And it became very obvious that we're dealing with two very opposite experiences. You know, when you talk to folks, they talk about all of the graces and the blessings that are coming from living a more simple, more focused life of how families are doing more things and sharing more time together, how there's greater opportunities and space for prayer and connecting with God, an appreciation of creation and for the gift of life and love itself. But then on the other, at the same time and almost in a conflicting sense, our great stories and experiences of hardship, of suffering, of loss, of illness, and even death. On the one hand, the grace, and on the other hand, the grief. And these two opposite experiences that we find ourselves living in today can be an opportunity for us to gain a depth of wisdom. Is it possible that God is using these two polarities to talk to each other and to us about very deep God lessons? It seems to me that we are being brought into not only a different place, but a deeper place. In the midst of our loss of control over 
what happens to us in this world is also a conflict between two important realities. On the one hand, our liberties, and on the other hand, our freedom. It would do us well to ponder those things a bit. You see, we're so used to having our liberties, of being able to go where we want to go, do what we want to do. We almost define ourselves by those liberties. And we cling to them as the source of our satisfaction. So when I'm able to entertain my desires, so to speak, I find myself, perhaps only temporarily, in what I perceive as a better, happier place. Remove those liberties, and I find myself in a place of conflict. Because maybe we haven't really journeyed to the place of freedom. Because freedom and liberty are two very different things. We can gain some wisdom this week from St. John of the Cross once again. Some powerful words. He tells us, freedom cannot abide in a heart full of desires, in a slave's heart. It abides in a liberated heart, a filial heart. Freedom cannot abide in a heart dominated by desires, in a slave's heart. It abides in a liberated heart, a filial heart. And we all know a filial heart is a heart that is intimately connected with its source, with its God, with its Father. In that relationship of God to being, father to son or daughter. Maybe we become too much of a slave to our desires. And that's the anxiety in many ways that we're feeling today. Maybe we become too comfortable just pursuing the whatever of life and never being brought to a deeper, more focused and centered place. We've mistaken true and lasting joy for pleasures. And we may find ourselves mistakenly confusing the two. And so if we find ourselves somewhat unsettled in these times, if we find ourselves off-axis, which is certainly a very human and normal reaction to have to what's happening around us, 
then maybe where we're really being brought is to this crossroads, where on the one hand we have liberties, and on the other hand we have freedom, and God is trying to move us away from our dependence upon the liberties to see something deeper and far greater and dare I say better. It is at that place of freedom that we discover who we ultimately are. You see, we have to get something straight in our brains and in our hearts and in our souls. No matter how much we want to believe it, no matter how much we want to try to do it, no matter how much we try to convince others that it can be done, there are two realities that are not within the scope of our choice. One is that we cannot create our own pasture. Life is not about establishing comfort zones, fulfilling needs, wants, and desires, accumulating large amount of securities. We cannot create our own pastures. Second, we cannot be our own shepherd. It is not about us and what I want and what I can do and my abilities and my choices. We cannot create our own pasture and we cannot be our own shepherd. We live in God's pasture. And the difficulty we have with that is that pasture contains all of life experience. The pain and the joy. The suffering and the bliss. Life and death. Injustice and justice hatred, and love. You see, it's all in that same pasture of God's creation. So it's not so much that God is going to take us to the happy place. The Good Shepherd shows us how to deal with this place and work through all of that stuff. to walk our way through with him the suffering, the anxiety, the fear, the death, to the blessings and the places that only he can bring us, to the resurrected, life-giving place, which is found only in relationship with the Father, and the gifts he bestows upon us, most importantly, faith, hope, and love. And so the challenge, as we pursue freedom and move away from our dependence upon liberties, the challenge is to take what our experience is today, however difficult it may be, however challenging it may be, and it's unique for each one of us, 
how to take the experiences that we're encountering today and live them with a deeper sense of faith, hope, and love, knowing that whatever life brings us, the Good Shepherd, Jesus himself, will lead us through. But it does begin with faith. Faith that God has all things in his care. So the question we're left with then at the end of the day is, can I love a God, a shepherd, who leaves me with my suffering? Can I love a God, a shepherd, who leaves me with my suffering? You see, answering that question is going to reveal to us whether we really are at home in God's pasture or we're still going to try to create a delusional pasture of our own. Father Mark Sislanko is the pastor of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Learn more about our parish community at isidoreandmaria.org and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our music comes free of charge from Blue Dot Sessions in Fall River, Massachusetts. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for listening. Thank you.